0: 13 days from Survivor Series, and Raw comes to us from jolly old England. We got Rollins, we've got Valter, and finally, Jerry Lawler thanks Dio Manner for taking that F5. We're talking about all of that tonight on the Monday Raw After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Let's go.
1: I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to After
0: Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, with the buzz... <laughs> Boom! Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's the Monday Raw After Show, not the bus TV. It's your boy Flo Pito. Flo, what well, voice? getting the sensual sounds of mac lish Evan t Mac is gone, but his music is still here. He's not actually charging for royalties. I love it. Monday Raw comes from us from Charlie, England, Manchester, United Kingdom. We're going with all the matches, all the results, and all the good stuff. But before we do, let's introduce our panel on the far, far left. He is the leader of the Brock Flock, the Hall of Farmer, and the... The voice of AEW Dynamite on AfterBuzz TV. This is Jack Farmer. Howdy, partner. How's it going, sir? <laughs> I'm hanging, hanging in there. <laughs> That's good to hear. And a special guest. This man, on Jack's right, my left, is a co-host of the Monday Night Raw After Show in Espanol, the resident wrestling historian, and the host of AfterBuzz TV's WWE pay-per-view coverage, Mr. George Ramosa. That's hey. me. Yeah, how's it going? You good? I'm going good. How are you guys? You didn't call me a partner. I feel like sometimes you can, can be a partner too. Can you can be my partner. We can all be partners. We can all be we partners. All be partners. <laughs> We're
2: like the best tri- trio. Oh, yeah, screw, we, screw New Day. But We got one screw more, New though.
0: New... We have one more, because in the booth right now, it's Macho. Libro, Josh, Alonzo, how's it going?
2: What's up, what's up, guys? How are we- <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: oh, wow. We're I tackling didn't... everything. Shout out to everyone in the chat. Dang, MQ, Michael Blake, Joseph Rose of The Real YT. Uh, apparently, Jack Farmer says no spoilers about the Monday Night Football game as we're going live here on the
1: yeah. <laughs> that Raider game was crazy. That Raiders chargers. I'm, like, game was I'm crazy. like sweating that it's gonna get ruined for me.
0: I'm just winning the booth right now. Happy Veterans Day for all who serve, and as a States Air Force reject, I respect what you do. Okay, guys. Overall thoughts on today's episode. Survivor series is on the horizon, thirteen days away. Raw gives us this from Manchester. Just well, how you feel? What's the vibe?
1: Lots of folks on this episode, whether they're invading, whether they're supposed to be part of the show, seems like a lot of people got TV time today, which is always good.
2: It was interesting i'm always I always look forward to these uh England shows because the crowd's always lively, but I, I don't know if it's the show itself, but I'm a little disappointed in the crowd. I feel like it, it's been it's been like the previous years like they've been a little bit more energetic. I don't know yeah. if it's just the product themselves or maybe I'm kind of curious because I know they taped this episode of Raw. On Friday, right? I just, well, did they tape it after SmackDown? Right after Smackdown six oh, hours. Maybe they were just tired, or but even on SmackDown,
0: the crowd was kind of kind of like light too. It felt, like. at least to me, uh, they weren't going doing the chants like they used to do. were
2: yeah. going with it. I mean, there but, was some chanting well, involved in one specific well, segment, well, but well, but, uh,
0: well, well yeah. We'll
1: but I that. think even even early on in a show that you know is going to be that long, you don't come in with a lot of heat. Yeah. So if you're if you're a fan, you're like, okay, we have got a six hour mm-hmm. show. Right. You're not like first match. Yeah, crazy. You're bringing you're, you're, you're blankets like, and. Mm, that's uh, that's that's. Have you ever done bit. that? Have
0: you gone to a show that's been four or five hours? You try to temporary like, your excitement. You're just like, don't blow, don't blow
1: myself, don't. The, no, I've not been in a show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just, just assuming. G- I'm assuming that like, because we've never been to like movies that are long, or you know, like I know with Endgame, for instance, you yeah. go see that, and you know it's gonna be three and a half hours. True. You don't. You go in knowing you're gonna be sat there for a bit. So I, I imagine a six hour show, you're not shooting off fireworks well, I, to begin.
2: But you kind of know, because like, uh, you just said, like, you went into Endgame knowing it's going to be a three-hour movie. You go into SmackDown or Raw, you know how long the shows are going to be. You know it's going to be two hours for SmackDown, another three hours for Raw. Uh, my guess is maybe some of the commercials weren't as, because since they weren't live, they didn't sit there had to time it for commercials. But, I mean, it just, I mean, it's okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. I just feel like, it, th- maybe, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a product or just in general. Like, I feel like before, I was always looking forward to how these Engli- England crowd gonna, gonna react to react to. It's a good
0: yeah. point. And, I, and on top of that, we're 13 days away from Survivor Series, first ever tri-branded Survivor Series. Just overall thoughts about this episode's raw push to that story. Just, we guys gotta think about that. Are we doing a good job? Are we behind? Are we ahead of the curve? What's going on?
1: I thought it was a little clunky with the, with the NXT invasion side of things. Because it seems like it had been undisputed era this whole time, and suddenly now they're not involved. And I understand logistically it makes sense to have Imperium step in and fill that role, but it felt a little like randomly different people were now coming in. Yeah. Um, Again, logistically it absolutely makes sense. But from a viewer standpoint, sitting back here in California, it seemed a little awkward
2: George Ramos, what's missing? Just an overall. Uh, we, uh, okay, so overall, because I've, I've been looking forward to talking about this specific uh, uh, subject, is overall, if, if Survivor Series is going to be, from now on, um, Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT, and we see NXT kind of show up on Raw and SmackDown and just kind of you know infiltrate the shows, I'm all for it. Like I, I like this kind of new talent, this new fresh faces. Seth Rollins versus Walter, you know, a fresh matchup. Uh, but kudos to the OC, though. Like We saw them on... On Raw last week, we saw them on NXT in Orlando, we saw them on on, on Raw today, Like, had a busy week. But just overall, to what you guys were saying, like maybe they weren't going to fly out too much NXT guys to the United Kingdom, obviously Shayna was there, so I I, I think maybe we're going to see maybe a bigger push the following, this upcoming Friday and Monday, but... I just feel like maybe they just weren't going to do it too much considering they didn't want to fly out a bunch of these guys overseas because they still have a show to do this upcoming Wednesday live uh, from Full Sail.
0: That's a good point. Speaking of the OC, they're in the main event tonight. The OC takes on the unlikely team of Randy Orton, Ricochet, and Humberto Carrillo. Um, Yes, it's a six man tag team match. Playoff! Okay, Randy Orton's in the mix. We didn't know if he, what side is he on. Thoughts about the match, Jack, and the idea of Umberto Carrillo being in another main event on
1: Raw. Your boy. So I love the, the match was great. I thought it was fun. It had a lot of people that I really enjoyed. And uh, Umberto, again, if he feels, t- to me, he's, he's solid. He just, it feels like they're really trying to force him into these spots. Uh, I think I would, I would personally rather see a Cedric Alexander in a spot like this. But uh, I, I think he did fine. I think the match was really fun. It was exciting. He has one of the most pretty moonsaults I've seen in a long, long time, as pretty. I've said before. It's pretty. Pretty. It's, it's a pretty moonsault. Like uh, and I thought it was really good. It's The, the, the pairing did seem weird. The, the match itself and why these guys are having a match seemed very weird. I don't know why they all had beef for some reason. Uh, yeah. Clearly, they're trying to get some Randy Orton, Ricochet stuff going on and... I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but it overall the match was good, so I was excited about it.
0: Randy Orton is kind of a guy that kind of just goes wherever he feels like it. Heel face. I do my own thing. Are you on board for a feud between him and Ricochet? Uh,
2: yeah. I was thinking about that earlier, and maybe this mean, maybe this means a, a full time face turn for Randy Orton. We haven't seen him be babyface in in a little bit. Uh, I always I'm I'm a big big Randy Orton fan. I think he's one of the best of all time. Mm-hmm. Maybe not top ten, but I'm I'm happy that maybe he's gonna be doing a lot more stuff now because in the past year or so, we've seen kind of Randy Orton kind of show up, not show up, show right. up to face Kofi, then doesn't show stupid, up, then, stupid. then you know, some stuff with the revival, but then they, they got split up. But I hope that, whether it's feuding with Ricochet or even, I hope they're not teaming because we all know how much I hate just random two people just being put together or not another to make Rick, KO, like I know, like I don't yeah, want, yeah. I don't want to see just two guys just randomly. But
1: I, 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 Rick KO would be a good team. R- 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 <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Ricochet Ricochet, Rick KO,
0: yeah, not Rick Flair. I was like, wait, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, I
2: mean, even I, I wouldn't want them to team, but I would like them to maybe like, hey, like kind of like a mentor because Randy Orton's been around for a very long time. R- Ricochet, obviously new, not new to wrestling, but new to WWE. Maybe kind of that mentoring role. they maybe can maybe lead up at some point to a Ricochet Randy Orton program. which I would love to see because I I feel like Randy Orton would be do best in that scenario. I
1: was going to say, I loved how this match ended, by the way, with the tease that he was going to RKO Ricochet and then the surprise RKO onto AJ Styles because I didn't see that coming. I thought it was going to be pretty by the book Randy Orton turned on Ricochet. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And it was I I think it makes that rivalry or pairing more interesting than just Randy Orton saying, I'm going to RKO somebody, now we're feuding. Now I'm wondering what the next step of Uh this whole thing is. Whether whether they are going to be a team or whether they are going to go at it. But either way, I think it's going to be great for Ricochet because it's going to give him that rub with a... Top level all timer type person. Did I? Sorry, you saying. You're I was
2: gonna, saying, gonna say, and and kind of going on what you guys were saying about Umberto Carrillo, I, I don't know what it is, and I say this about on the Raw After Show on Espanol all the time. It's, where it's, it's I not, just don't know. think he's ready. Like okay. I see a lot That's of his question, moves. Actually. They don't really sound. They don't really look that crisp. Like for example, he does a lot of the he does a lot of cool moves and a lot of the same moves that that Phoenix would do. Mm-hmm. But like Phoenix, just looks just completely amazing when he does it. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Emeryta Creo, It's almost as if like a poor man's Phoenix, where it's like I feel like he's he's he he's got the right mentality as far as what to do in the ring. It just doesn't look as crisp as as I would like for it to do for a guy that's doing those things.
0: We got the Shine Pit and AJ Styles today,
1: though. I, well, and this is great, why I say, this is why I think a pretty, Moonsau, a pretty and that this is why I say he's <laughs> he, I think he's being pushed up is I think if he was doing the exact same things, but in a match with Sankara earlier in the night, we would say he's great he's got mm-hmm. a great future, he's doing everything right, but when you're putting him in the ring with that level of people, you're judging him on a different level right, and I think he's he's just not quite there yet I think he could be I think he's great, but I think right now it's still a little bit like who is this guy well, i'm not he's not shining quite as bright as everyone else.
0: Good point, but I gotta do a counterpoint, because I don't really mind him. I'm officially neutral on the guy, but it reminds me of, I, like...
1: You can't be neutral. Strong. I, yeah, so you yeah. have
2: to choose I, a side. But here's don't you read the internet? You yeah. have to choose yeah, a side. Right.
0: I can't like everything, but it reminds me of music, right? This year is a year of Billie Eilish, and I don't understand it, but they played her song so many times, you, so I'm, I'm a, like... I'm neutral I'm like her. a bitch. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm neutral on her. You're a bad guy. You should
0: like her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a face, but what I'm saying is, maybe to put him in these matches, that they may get his traction that way. How else do you build new stars on featuring the guy and in high traffic matches as far as like time periods and
1: whatnot well not everyone has to be hot shot to the main event like i said he everyone could does. be he could beat Sinkara, he could have a feud with uh cedric alexander he could have feuds with as in a tag team with other tag teams there's other things for him to do but to go right into a match featuring randy orton to, to have to pick up a microphone right after the street <laughs> profits have, have talked they're just they're putting him next to people who are just at a different level and I think that's that's hurting him long-term. He, could he be there eventually? Yes. Is yeah. he there today? No. Yeah, I think his music is
0: trash, too. But <laughs> moving on, Jack, you cut a promo and tell the world how they listen to
1: this Afterbus show and other Afterbus shows? Hey, everybody. I'm Jack Farmer here with (laughs) with TV. Thank you for helping to make us the ESPN of TV talk. And we love providing this content for you free of charge. And one of the ways we do that is through our wonderful sponsors. How do we get sponsors, you ask? Great question. They check how many likes, comments, subscribes, five-star reviews we get. So if you could do us a big favor and go ahead and hit that little thumbs-up button, type a little comment in there, let us know what you think, leave a review, a five-star review, those are the things that get us the sponsors. Those are the things that keep this free. Those are the things that keep us chatting. So let's do it, baby. Put that five star review up. I, I use is so slick, man. Come on, baby, put the five stars up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Today's uh, curious case of Seth Rollins, man. Uh, he's coming out here and he's basically telling on a promo. Please, please, still like me. Please like me, uh, saying he wants the United Kingdom's best telegraphs a Walter appearance and it runs up to a match. Before we even get to what the match evolves into, let's talk about Seth Rollins for a bit. Here's a guy that was on top of the world! Universal champion, loses the belt. Everyone's saying from, from Timbuktu to Toronto that his doesn't have anymore. Promos are not really hidden and as much anymore. the, car, the audience seems to be pretty flat. Thoughts about Seth Rollins and where he's going next? George? I'm,
2: I'm, I'm pondering all the time on where he went wrong. Right, because there's a lot of some similarities with him and Shawn Michaels in terms of like winning the championship at WrestleMania, then really being the guy uh, when he- they need him to be the guy, and he had some good matches with AJ Styles. But I, don't know, I just feel like a lot of it was maybe the maybe the the, the opponents weren't as strong for him that that emphasized him because we all know Seth Rollins can go. His in ring ability has never been in question, right, but right. just a lot of it. Just sometimes he just needs to kind of I feel like he's still holding back a little bit. Just let go you know and, and like be the guy that Sean was you know back back when people thought that he was a little cheesy and corny boom mm-hmm. he comes out with this match with with Mankind where it's like oh my god like I didn't know he can do that. Like the guy's amazing. He needs that kind of match. Like he just needs a, a strong physical match that shows, like, dude, this guy is badass. But I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking that maybe his storyline with Becky maybe kind of derailed him a little bit. does not like, hurt when you had, but, but, it, but it's one of those where it's like you you have the WWE or the Universal Championship, but then you have a, a T-shirt that says he's the man's man. Yeah.
0: Well, like I, I don't know. I he feel didn't like, make a T-shirt. No, but I'm saying, <laughs> but I'm
2: saying, like, <laughs> like it's it's easy to say now, like, oh, at the time, like it sounded like a good idea, but like. And even maybe a lot of fans would say like oh, I don't think that really affected him But I think
1: subliminally a lot of those things does You know what? I'm coming to Seth Rollins defense. I don't think it's his fault. I think he is He is the face of WWE right now. And when you're the face of WWE You have to do things a certain way. You've got to be the vanilla babyface. That's just the way it is Hmm. John Cena was Roman Reigns was you know who wasn't Steve Austin Steve that's a Steve
0: div- Austin wasn't the face. You dude. know who
1: else? The Rock wasn't.
0: The Rock but, also wasn't the face. The Rock, the Rock and Stone yeah, Cold. But
2: when they were the face of the company, when they were, they were, they were
0: the face of the company. Sure, but the thing is the, about the Rock and Cena and Stone Cold. I cut you off, Jack. Is yeah, that how we, dare we talk about Cena's five moves of Doom? Cena never spammed the AA multiple times in a match. That's what makes him corny, at least to me. You can't like, curb stop someone four times and second so to be like, okay, I believe it.
1: Well, no, and you're right, and, and to, I think the Attitude Era stuff was an outlier because that was a, a, a short period of time where things were different, but. As you say, sipping your whiskey. As I (laughs) said, different times. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But, but, I mean, I do agree. I think one of the things that WWE needs to learn right now is when it's time to lay off the gas a little bit. It's okay to make certain people vulnerable. Uh, You look back to like the Stone Colds and the Rocks, they took L's regularly. They looked, they got beat up regularly. Where Seth Rollins always seems to come out looking super strong, yet and then he comes out angry about wanting to burn it down. And it's right. like, dude, you are you are the thing you're right. trying to burn down. What are you talking about? That's and, a Punk Cena. Like, you become, like, the Yankees of, of wrestling or whatever. Right. And so I think what they need to do is de-accelerate him a little bit, let him take some L's, let him become mm. a guy we can root for, because right now he's just the unbeatable corporate champion, whether he likes it or not.
2: I think... I think yes and no I don't think it's a case of they need to de-accelerate him I think it's more so he needs to accelerate because yes, they are. He is being the guy that they need him to be, but he needs to be more than that. He needs to be the guy. Like right now, he just kind of blends in. Like no, oh, like, true. like right now, like you t- you think who like the best in ring talent is? Like I'm gonna go with AJ. I'm gonna go with AJ. even like somebody like Roman, who I think is always you know one of the, one of the one of the main guys, and it can always go. Like I don't. Know, I feel like Seth Rollins gets lost in the shuffle. Whose fault is that? Is that his fault or is that the company's fault? I think it's his fault. I he's think- somebody who you know you get. It's cool that he's going out there and saying like, oh screw. It. W uh, Kenny Omega you know he's better than that blah, blah blah that's cool and all but now you need to be more than that you need to be the guy that that Sean was in 96
1: I don't count Twitter by the way in all of this I don't count I don't count social media that's that's his personal life I'm talking about the character on Twitter Twitter's TV. Gospel, though. and we know that <laughs> and we know that like we, we live in an age where we know that he's told what to say on screen we know that he's given a script we know that he's told how certain matches are supposed to go so when we go back to things like the hell in a cell match that he gets so much trash for it wasn't his idea to do that he was told to do that right that he was playing the role he was given it's not his fault i think he can still be the great seth rollins that we all once used to love that was once the internet darling the one that we all wanted to be the champion i think what they need to do though is quit forcing him into these spots and let him be seth rollins
0: yeah, that problem didn't didn't do any favors. In fact, it was a bit of a relief when Imperium and Volter came out and called themselves the quote the Wing General. Volter, is that even close to how you pronounce it? I'm not even saying. that. And they had a match. The match basically uh, ended up in a, in a uh, disqual- uh, disqualification where KO and the Street Profits come out. So now they have a four way, well, an eight man tag team match. ain't
1: there a problem
0: to solve, yo. Okay, other lot of things are big here. KO comes out of nowhere running as fast as he can as his little bitty legs. Street mm-hmm. Profits are doing their thing with no red cups. And Imperium takes the loss. George Ramosa, what happened?
2: I think I think the match was fine. I mean, yeah. Imperium can't always be winning yes, all the time. Yes, it I it mean, it's, not like, it's not like Walter took the, took the pin. True. Um... But I mean, it was fine. I mean, for example, even every stable, like you got to have that one guy that's going to take the point. Well, you know, i hold, hold it
0: against you. The fact that they're in the United Kingdom and the NXT UK is kind of their crossover thing. Wouldn't you want to keep them always being also
2: too? But at the same time, they're not they're not banking on them for Survivor Series. They're right. banking on Seth Rollins a team captain. I think they announced it was Rollins, Ricochet, Orton, McIntyre, and was Kevin Owens on that team Raw for Survivor Series? Chad,
0: help me out. When she sure was confirmed.
2: Um... But even so, I mean that's what that's what they're building toward. Yeah. They're not building for Imperium against Team Raw or Imperium against Team. They're building for for Team Raw against Team SmackDown. So I get it. I mean it was cool to see the Imperium. I, I love. I know it's like an old school one, but like I love that just that whole presence. Like I love yes. that theme. Uh, I I just love their look. I, I think everything Imperium I I think is amazing. Yes. Um, so it was cool to see them. Obviously, we, we all knew that Seth Rollins versus Walter on Raw was not going to be, like, a clean finish. Right. Uh, so it was, cool. it was just cool to see everything. I think it was a good eight-man tag. I, I, like, I like the eight-man tag better than the main event six-man tag. Uh,
1: yeah, I agree with you. That's that's fair point. Yeah, and I agree with everything you said about Imperium. I think they are just one of the coolest stables right now. I understand why they took the loss, because, <laughs> as you said, they're not the ones going into Survivor Series, mm. so it makes sense. But I do – that's, again, where I think, well, why were they – brought in because they're not relevant to right. this invasion um it, it just seemed like a, oh it's convenient they're here that's what i didn't like about it. but i love imperium i wish they won just because i'm a huge imperium mark it's <laughs>
0: a good point see like i i watch them at nxt nxt uk i love them but if i am a wwe only person and i watch smackdown with a attack but it was kind of like really weak attacks in the ring mm. and then losing on monday i don't really quite see them as a threat that was my concern, right. but yeah. but I mean you're right. It's only one match; you can't win on yeah. Time. But also
2: to like I'm curious too. Where I want I'm curious about like the, uh, the Office's mentality as far as like having guys like Walter and even like uh, Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews. Where I don't know, like are are you trying to? Get people to watch NXT UK by putting these guys on. Because if that was the case, I would want to see somebody like a Walter. Like, show me the best of Walter so I can tune in to watch NXT UK. Uh, it was cool to see her from that standpoint. But, like, if you're a new fan, like, I don't think... I was trying to think, like, at one of those casual fans who were, like, nothing about their appearance on Raw made me want to watch NXT UK. Right. I feel like that's where they dropped the ball. But then again, right. I don't know what their their mentality is. Like, Is it just, hey, let's get them on because we need to emphasize this NXT thing going on? or
1: That's where I say they need to, to slow down on Rollins. I think this is where it would have been a great chance for Imperium to get the win, and then you have Rollins say, look, if we want to stop this NXT invasion, we need to step up mm-hmm. and position them as the underdogs. Where now, it looks like, as I've said before, it makes NXT look like yeah, you are the developmental league. You don't belong here. Your best just got beat up by a ragtag team of people. The Imperium should have come out strong, and then mm-hmm. that's when Seth Rollins should have done a raw, raw, raw backstage mm-hmm. locker room mm-hmm. speech. That's uh, a pun. I love it. Uh, you know, to like say, "Look, guys, NXT's coming in here. They're beating us up. We need to rally to to overcome this." And made it feel like it's not just raw. Going, who are these guys coming in here? We're just going to beat him up. That's, that's how it feels, feels right there? now.
0: Well, if 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 Rollins is being tagged as being corny, is that a thing that you can sell, though? If he's like, come on, guys, we got to step up. It's like, whatever, Seth. You know what I mean? It's just... If, I, I feel like there's something missing. I feel like there's a step there dramatically for, for me to, to... What you're saying, it makes sense. I'm just saying right. there's a step missing for me to be like, you're right, Rollins. Let's band together and take down these evil NXT people.
1: Well, that's where them actually losing is the connection gotcha. and them actually failing. And that's where... Y- good heroes need to fail every now and again you know he, in, in every good superhero movie in the first act, that they get beat up or the second act they get beat up they don't just come in and just burn it down and right. go oh,
0: okay that's why mr perfect was a heel uh right right <laughs> uh but speaking of things that are totally a failure lana rusev and lashley a storyline <laughs> continues forever lana comes in and gives <laughs> thank you so much macho libre <laughs> Uh, Lottie gets in the ring and has a, a meandering promo about her sex it life. It was not good. Uh, she's talking about the word sex in weeks' time, and it turns out the bombshell is what? She's nine weeks pregnant? George.
2: Mm-hmm. Let me tell you why this... Let me <laughs> let tell, me you, tell why, you something, Let brother. me tell you why this segment is an epic, epic failure. Because what? a lot... Be, wait,
0: hold on. You think it wasn't a failure? No, I'm just shocked you would actually agree with me, but...
2: Let, <laughs> me, tell you, let me tell you why it's an epic failure, and I, I don't think it has so much to do with <laughs> the actual content, because I'm not... Opposed to the actual content of, of why they're—I fe- mean, kind of—the right? the content kind of sucks. But because Lana's not a wrestler, nope. Lana's not a wrestler. She's not a manager. She's not anything. She she looks at this as acting. She probably looks mm-hmm. at it as like, oh my god, I'm going out there. I'm delivering a monologue. I'm gonna have all these things to say because uh, I'm an actress. Like
0: Are you popping your hip over there, kind of. You know, it's <laughs> okay. like she looks at <laughs> oh, it is. like that, and yes, it's like, and, and
2: yes, there's a lot of acting involved in pro wrestling, but. Like, when you're actually out there, like, no, you gotta make me wanna believe what you're saying. True. Because what, her her acting sucked. Mm-hmm. You know, and then also, too, like, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll find out down the road, but like, but why? Just this whole thing, just why? Yeah. You know, like, w- what are we trying to get? Like, what is Lana trying to accomplish? Is she just trying to make Rusev jealous? You know, like, wh- what is exactly her, her, what is she trying to do? What is she trying to accomplish? Like, no, let me know. Like, I think now's the time, it's been three, four weeks, five weeks. Why? Like, what? why are you doing this?
0: That's a good point. So what I understand it is uh, Rusev cheated on Alana. Alana cheated on Rusev. Uh, she's been dating uh, last year for seven weeks. She's nine weeks pregnant, even though Rusev was a sex addict and he wanted to have sex with her in different parts and pay-per-views. Quality stuff. Jack Farmer, how do you end it?
1: That's, I think, so I was, I'm on the record of saying I thought this was fun, trash TV that was just a guilty pleasure. It is getting to that point where it's starting to feel like it's TV filler and that they're just trying to use it to fill up long chunks of time on the show. Today, especially, because they didn't progress the story really much at all outside of the Lana's pregnant thing. But even that, yeah, I don't know where you go. I mean, my thought is Rusev now has to go find a significant other to be the opposite of Lana and right. then you have like a mixed tag match or something um that is a but, very
0: long way for mixed tag because I,
2: I would have liked and I kind of see what he's trying to say to because I I was thinking the other day where um like obviously I don't think Rusev was cheating on Lana like I think that accusation is false because Rusev, obviously, like, I don't think he would do that. Grant, like, I feel like I know them. Um, but
0: like, I know Rusev. He would, do Cause, Rusev, cause, and he yeah. would never he would do that. Because like...
2: obviously Lana's making all these accusations that are just flat out not true with her being pregnant, not true, blah, 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 not true. So I would kind of like, and I, I'd use this because we all know the storyline is, I yeah. like you said, I thought it had potential, but now it's just borderline sucking. Like, it just, okay, it just, yeah. it just borderline, like, just really, really bad. Yeah. So now use it to maybe build other stars. Like, for example, just out of nowhere, Rusev trained with Rikishi. I will try to look <laughs> up some kind of connection with, you know, who else trained with Rikishi? Wenessa well, Bourne. Yeah. Cool. Maybe try to bring her up and say, like, hey, he's the girl, she's the girl that you cheated on me with. I have proof. Here's pictures of you together. And Rusev's like, no, man, we just trained together. Like, I don't no, you know. Just something where it's like, yeah. hey, at least get something out of it. Not yeah. just, like you said, just filler or trash. I just, I just, I just think mostly it's about Lana. I, I think, I think her, her role in this, all this is trash. I wouldn't be surprised if she's the one that actually came up with the storyline just to get back on TV every week.
0: I agree. I'm not sure how it's going to end. The nuclear option is to send all three. If you have a general manager. Send all three in the couple's counseling and have them work it out. But I don't know how, how that pays off. Who any
2: was the, way. who was the counselor for Team Hell No?
1: Yeah, the same guy. They did, did the, the
2: same, same thing with uh,
1: Bailey and Sasha, right? Yeah. Oh my God, uh, I forgot his name. What I
2: think is going to happen is, if you guys remember uh, all those years ago where Kane impregnated Lita, this I think the same thing is going to happen. Snitsky is going to come in. S- maybe like a oh, Snitsky character or if uh, it wasn't his someone fault. falling onto Lana and her resulting in having a miscarriage. Well, she already said she's not pregnant. Oh, well, there you go. It's for <laughs> itself right there. But I do think there's going to be a Snitsky character coming in soon. Lars sure.
1: Sullivan's going to come back. Oh, my goodness. That would make it truly terrible. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Why are you so angry? Like honestly, there is no win to this storyline. Like, like, what is the payoff? Like, it doesn't make sense whatsoever. Like, are you trying to get Lashley like a title shot or something? Are you trying to get Rusev like out of the company? Like, what? Just give me. What is your? What are you trying to accomplish? Yeah. Just give me that. If nothing else, just give me that. I don't want to be called a heel in the chat. Oh, or, or okay. saving grace is they somehow get Maury Paulvich on the show. If there was something... They're going to get Jerry Springer.
1: If there was something... We have to find out that there was a reason Lashley's trying to get rid of Rusev beyond Lana. There's got to be, like, he has something that was preventing him from getting the title. So I don't know what it would be, but we've got to find out that it was all a big scheme by Lashley and that he's not actually into Lana. He just wanted to get rid of Rusev. But it's got to be more than just a, because I'm a jerk. It's got there's got to be something there that makes us go, oh, that was the whole scheme. Right. And then that puts over Lashley as a heel. And then they, otherwise, at this point, because otherwise at this point it's like, okay, well, you're divorcing. Goodbye. Yeah. I don't know what... Why are we still talking? Yeah, exactly. Why would I
0: tell your people in Manchester in the Melbourne Arena, I'm divorcing my husband? Uh, but let's move on, because we're a little short on time. We had another tag team match. You know it's the Mac Militant. Yeah, talking about the go. Enterprises. Uh, 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 Women's tag team match. Uh, titles uh, of the line. Go. Asuka, Kairi Sane, okay, taking on Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. So it turns out that last week, Natalia and Charlotte beat the champs in a non-title match to get the, the actual title shot. But Natalia has quote-unquote family issues, so Becky Lynch was slotted in, into that. I'm not sure how that works. If you're a tag team member, you can't make it. You can't slot in somebody else to get the tag team title shot. But the match itself is pretty solid. Thoughts about that, Jack? Start with you. About the match, uh, the title defense, and, and the Warriors, and the appearance of Shayna Baszler towards the end
1: I thought see this was a great example of Becky Lynch taking a loss to then make her more sympathetic I think going forward now you believe more and more that she could lose to Shayna Baszler or Bailey down the road because she didn't just stomp everyone and say she's going to burn it down um, <laughs> I did like the match I like that the uh, Kabuki Warriors got a win by pinning the current biggest women's wrestling star on the planet and I, I thought it was good. I thought it, it served its purpose in every way, shape, and form. I thought I would have rather Bailey got a little more shine because she's been kind of dominated in this three-way women's feud for with the titles. She Fair. hasn't, she didn't have the one-on-one stare down like the other two did. She hasn't attacked anyone really, and even today when she came out, she kind of got beat up. Yeah, for the most part. Beat so up, she man. seems like a. If she doesn't win that match, she's going to look like a chump. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I agree. I I think it was good. I mean, I I like that. I mean, it's one of those where we always think about Charlotte and Becky. Like, they feuded so much. It's like, oh, but now they're teaming. Now suddenly they're friends, you know? So, I mean, I like that they didn't. I mean, if this was, like, old-school Vince or maybe even new-school Vince, who knows? Vince never changed. (laughs) This is old-school Vince. Charlotte and Becky would be champions by now. Yeah. Like, how often did we see, like, two, you know, uh, was it strange bedfellows, like, just really, like, like be champs, so we saw John Cena, Miz, yeah. uh, you know, Rock and Sock, yeah. Well, I mean, that made big sense. show, man. You know, yeah. yeah, but it's like we saw it's like so many disgruntled team teammates uh, be champs, and it's like I feel like we were one step away from that. But I'm I'm glad that they kept it on Kabuki Warriors. I think yeah. they have a lot of potential uh, as champs. I, I like that they're able to go to any show, and I want to see mm-hmm. them more. I want to see them against some other team in NXT. I think that'd be fun.
0: Sure. What does Anya Blaze have to prove if she's that dominant in NXT? Uh, she already thinks she's already the best in the world. Wouldn't someone be like, "I'm good"? With people knowing I'm good, why would I go to Raw or SmackDown for three different shows that cause the same damage? to makes it the same person, Bailey, twice, even three times if you count tonight. What's her upside? Like, what, what, like character speaking? What's her motivation?
1: To do Showing today? off.
2: Yeah, she's a the heel. You're the baddest mofo. Like baddest you wanna, mofo. you wanna show off your that, you, that you're you live up to that title.
1: Fair? I will say the the stare down between her and Becky was great. Yes. I was saying box office. Yep. I, you know, I know that's an Evan term. I, I don't know if a lot of people still use it, but box office. Send <laughs> them so a check in the mail. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I, I think it's. It's. I think it's a great way to naturally bring her on to the main roster if we're still considering NXT a developmental brand. It's still a developmental. brand. I, be- <gasps> I, be- I, be- I believe it is too. Whoa, but, really? But yes. Yeah. But It's a
0: third brand. It has its own show in USA. If Seth okay.
1: Rollins went there, you'd say he's going down to NXT. Finn right. so, right. Balor so, go down. No, here, here this, Finn this, this, Balor went down to NXT. This is why I think
2: it's going to be a developmental brand until until this these upcoming things Hot change. Hot take out. okay. Uh, when you're in NXT, you have to live in Orlando. Okay. When it's a third brand, so considered a third brand as equal, when you're allowed to live anywhere you want and be on NXT, then I think it's, it'll be a, a even playing
0: field. We'll will still live in Orlando if they're on Raw or SmackDown. It's just a hub. But, you ha- but let- they don't have to live in Orlando fair, if they're on fair, Raw or SmackDown. No, no, no. Yeah,
1: and let, let me ask you this. Um, Shotzi Blackheart, um, I believe I'm saying her name correctly, mm-hmm. was recently signed. What brand is she going to debut on? She's not debuting on Raw. She's debuting on NXT. Well, uh, the thing is no uh, debut, uh. But
0: the thing is NXT. Okay, NXT is split now. Though you have the NXT what's actually aired and you look like the regional tours. Okay, you do the regional tours on NXT, sure, but then you still can be assigned the brand.
1: I will bet that people are not going to be skipping NXT. Everyone's going to keep going through NXT as no, it is now. I,
0: I understand that, but what I'm saying is she can skip the TV of NXT.
1: No, I, I don't think so.
2: Maybe. So, I mean. I mean, uh, Braun Strowman did, but I think that was four years ago. Right. But you know, like I said, it's one of those where you, I think, and, and, and this, I could be very, very wrong about this, but Steve, please, somebody correct me. When you're on NXT, you get paid a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. When you go up to Raw and SmackDown, I'm almost sure that you're going to get a raise. Right. If, right. if that wasn't the case, then, yeah, it'd be the, all the same playing field, but no, I still think of NXT. I look at NXT as ECW back in the day in 1999, 99, 2000. It was a fun place to be, cool right. environment, cool shows, cool everything, but still, like, you're going to want to move up to WWF or WCW. Even, right. even, even this kind of storyline, this is kind of everything that the invasion should have been, where you're not really seeing, uh, where you're, where you're kind of seeing everything just kind of, it's, it's own, character as opposed to like hey let's unite to take down the big monster like no i kind of like that this is everything like when ecw invaded in 2001 like that's how it should have been they should have been kind of that that one that kind of infiltrates you know all the stuff but yeah again so I, I look at that that's my comparison ross back to nxc to wwf wcw ecw they're all fantastic ecw was considered major league you'd want to you'd right. want to get signed by ecw yeah, yeah. because that's still a lot of exposure but right. let's be real raw it and Nitro were the place to be right exactly i agree
0: Wow, so I think so. We'll see you in the chat in the comments. You guys are hear these guys talking about developmental. Is NXT a developmental brand? I would love to hear your thoughts about that because it seems to be a little bit polarizing thought for us.
1: This is where people say that we don't like NXT. I love NXT. I we love are, NXT. You are AEW.
0: We know you don't like AEW. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nah, yeah, I just think it's cool. Two different schools of thought to think about it. I know the company line is that it's a third full-on brand, but you guys are saying otherwise. Uh, TK, when she's here, would agree that it's more of a, a third brand. It's cool to hear your perspective. So I want to see what the chat thinks about that. But moving on. Or
2: uh, the uh, Comments down below.
0: Oh, yeah, the comments down below. Yeah, if you're not watching or listening live. Uh, So we actually had our first ever sanctioned 24-7 title match? The title was on a line. There was the introductions. This was was... stupid. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Well, the point is, (laughs) (laughs) do you have to have a sanctioned match? One, it was 24-7. But more importantly, it went to the backstage area where Rowan, a a more confusing Rowan with talking to a burlap sack Rowan was showing up. Thoughts about the match and what happened afterwards, Jack
1: Farmer. I think that the the 24-7 title has lost its way. It's. It was a fun. It's a fun back. It was a fun backstage thing. I think it started to get stale. Now it's starting to feel like it doesn't necessarily belong here anymore. Unless you're going to start having real matches and just make it like a European title once was, uh, or the TV title in WCW. I don't understand the point anymore. The it seems silly. It was it was funny before, but now when you're having actual matches, it's not funny. Right. Now it's just a bad match.
0: It's like your your friend who just shows up late to everything and is still a little intoxicated. It's not funny anymore, man. Right? Yeah. yeah.
2: If you guys want my thoughts on the 21st of a championship, watch any pay per view panel that I've been on because I pretty much say it every single time. <laughs> but let me tell you why I hated this match. Okay. Okay. Here they are. They have the match. Archery versus Singh Brothers. Cool. They're doing all these moves. you are crawling kind of the spots. Dude, just roll yeah. them up. It works for every other person that that becomes champion. Just roll them up. What are you doing all these moves for?
0: Just roll them <laughs> right. up from behind. <laughs> uh The more importantly, the Eric Rowan stuff. Let's talk about him for a second. Eric Rowan seems to be talking to a burlap sack. It's a cat. It's a cat. We don't know what's in the bag. We don't know. Uh, and he was actually backstage with the singing Brothers and apparently did something to I'm really really discussing at night because the lights are turned off. Um, one, what's in the bag? And two, what's up with his match? It was always it was really quick. Uh, basically set up this whole bag. Sack storyline. Thoughts about that?
1: Uh,
0: I, Are you on board? I mean, interested? No, I
1: mean you care? I, Eric Rowan was being built so well for a while, and alongside Daniel Bryan, and then when he broke away from Daniel Bryan, now he's got this knapsack thing where he's talking to, like I said, a, a kitten or a some creature. I it's it feels very, very cheesy wrestling yeah. like it's probably gonna be something corny in there a lot of sex tape a lot of sex tape <laughs> uh but i mean it's too early i'm not gonna poo poo all over it but it's I, i'm i'm cautious with it i'm not super I, I right now it seems a little silly to me yeah i mean i'm not not on
2: board with it uh, i mean because I, I like rowan i think he's got a lot of talent. i think he has something very unique to offer so at least it's going to give him something to do <laughs> I think that's a, that's a very good point.
0: Speaking of something to do, uh, the Viking Raiders take on Flash Morgan website of Mark Andrews. If you guys haven't watched NXT... You know man, are all over. Yeah! Thanks, Roger Libre. These guys are NXT UK former tag team champions. They were fantastic together, which they were a thrown-together team, but they kind of found a way to gel. They are wearing
2: the same tights.
0: Yes, but that wasn't always the case, because Morgan Webster had this whole mod, awesome powers thing going on for a bit. But the Viking Raiders pretty much handled, handled the business. NXT UK also takes on the loss tonight. Thoughts about the match and the implications for Survivor Series. How NXT- strong is the all time?
1: NXT UK lost all across the board, didn't they? Correct, yep. They lost three times,
2: because that first one was by DQ, and then the next one by pinfall.
1: True. Absolutely. Yeah, so not a good look for NXT UK. Not a good look. Again... Like I said, I think right now you need to go out of your way to make NXT look strong because you're introducing them to new people. Uh, so I was a little disappointed with that, but you can't have the Viking Raiders take their first loss to two guys that no one has seen outside right. of NXT UK. Well, so it, it made sense. I thought the match was good. I thought it was a fun match. Is better than seeing the Viking Raiders beat the random East Hampton, East polo, Hampton polo Boys. boys. <laughs> yeah, what Jack's all about? Uh, they
0: was by their merch and everything. Yeah,
1: I'm a, I want to be an East Hampton Polo Boy. Uh, but all the factions. That's what's... all the factions. I'm in mean, all of them. Uh, hopefully they don't. I don't meet them at the same time. But. Uh, but at least it was a, like an interesting match. The the Viking Raiders I've gotten so used to them just squashing people. This was at least fun. Yeah. So I liked it. I thought as as purely as a match, taking everything else away, I thought it was a really fun match.
0: George, this is a one time off after Survivor Series. Would you loan out the Viking Raiders to NXT UK, or they just would you keep them stateside?
2: I keep them stateside. I mean, they have kind of been in all over the world already. I think well, I want to see some new matchups. Uh, I know them with the OC's got a lot of you know history in Japan, but. Usos are still there somewhere AOP, I want to see a big AOP uh, Viking Raiders clash I think that'll be huge, I don't need to see Viking Raiders ever. They haven't really done much for me Honestly, since they got to the main roster NXT, they were cool Uh, I think their best stuff was in Ring of Honor Uh, So I kind of want to see that Viking Raiders in WWE But, I mean, I get it
0: Fair enough. Uh, moving on, we have uh, Cedric Alexander against Andrade. You know, if this show had a boudoir, I would put Cedric Alexander in it. Uh, but he... <laughs> I said if this show had a boudoir, I would Cocoa like butter, Chris. ladies and gentlemen. Cocoa butter. All the cocoa Cocoa butter. Cocoa butter. <laughs> Hashtag Sayashi. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> <Alexander>. <laughs> lost his match with, uh, from a stiff kick or a stiff move DDT from, from Andrade. Uh, thoughts about Cedric Alexander? It seems that like he lost this week and last week against Buddy Murphy. Is he kind of losing his way or just kind of like, hey, two losses ain't no big deal?
2: Justin Timberlake losing his way. Uh, and I, <laughs> and I love Cocoa Butter. Uh, am I allowed to say that? She will spare your life. Don't I love worry. Cocoa yeah. Butter. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I I'd like to think there's some good in all of this. Where at some point we will see Cedric Alexander, uh, you know, do more than losing every week. Yeah. So I mean, if, if, at least he didn't get squashed by like whoever, right? Like he lost a competitive match to Andrade yeah. last week. Last week was a was a fun match with Buddy Murphy. Uh, probably next week he'll lose to who knows, Aleister
1: Black or whatever you know, and I mean, it'll be a fun wow. match as well.
0: Probably, that's kind of really likely, right? Does Cedric <laughs> yeah. need a mouthpiece, Jack?
1: I think, look, here's the thing, and we were talking about this backstage. Every episode, half the wrestlers have to lose. It's just the way it is. Unless you want a bunch of DQs or non-finishes, half of them are going to have to lose. I, I, I would like to see Cedric win, but at least he's on TV having competitive matches. As, as George said, I would much rather have seen this than have seen Andrade beat random guy number 12. Right. So, at least this gave us something exciting, gave us something fun. It kept Cedric in our minds so that when he does get wins, it'll make sense instead of being like, oh, where has he been? Yeah. Um, and also, as far as getting lost or buried, as some people say, there's a lot of people backstage that would love the chance to be losing on TV. <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm sure EC3 would love the chance to yeah. to put over Andrade.
0: There are uh, kids starving across the right. world. Finish your potatoes, right? Right. Even,
1: yeah. Because, like, even you look at, like, some other stuff
2: where, like... Even if somebody's losing every week, hey, Jinder Mahal used to lose every single week, and he ended up yeah. becoming the 50th uh, WWE champion.
0: And he lost a year after that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like it's like this, this nice little spike in his career, and then <laughs> back to where
2: it was. <laughs> but <laughs> at least, at least, he was one of the select few. One of the, now 51, of being WWE champion.
0: In hindsight, it's a guilty pleasure. I actually did not... I understand people say it was pretty much a bad run, but I still enjoyed it when he was there, uh, when he was the WWE champion. Uh, So, question for you. If you were a Phantom GM and Cedric's on your roster, so what would you do with him? Would you put him back down, take him off TV? Would you keep him on matches, new characters?
2: I'm a big fan of factions, so Mm -hmm. I'd I'd put him, like, just anything, whatever, find something in common with somebody else, with other people, and just do that. Um... Like I, I feel like factions is kind of a lost art. I mean, we see with Imperium. Imperium's great. We see Und- Undisputed Era. Yeah, OC is kind of a trio. Things like that. Um, but I don't know. So like,
1: you're against randomly thrown together tag teams, but if it's a randomly thrown together stable oh or faction, because factions at least have a name.
2: You, you can know? name it, a like, for example when teams. you for example how how how. Like, you, colors. Colors, like, for example, you look—you look at you, you look New Day. Like, you Finger? think I think I think it'd be a little bit different if they're like, "Oh, there's Kofi, Biggie, and Xavier Woods." Like every single time, no, they're the New Day. So, like, at least they have a, a name. They're not just—I mean, they were thrown together, but at least they had a name. But I and mean, they had the same. Uh, color but names
0: can't make anything because, like, well, remember when uh, Christian teamed with like Lance Storm and they were the un un-American yeah, with Test?
1: Yes, were one one the cool. greatest tag teams of all not. Yes, yeah,
0: my would. it's not. Yeah, it but, but, but
2: at least they had something in common. <laughs> they were all like, un-American Yeah.
0: They were That's, almost.
1: They were Canadian, and then William Regal came in. They and were I, still the un americans And I challenge you to find anything wrong with anything Lance Storm has ever done.
0: Okay, whatever. The uh, point what I'm trying to say is, it doesn't. A name is not what a faction. Make X Factor was a good a guilty pleasure, but not because it had a name. It had a great <laughs> theme song. I factor. know you hate that factor, but hell yeah, I'm all about Uncle <laughs> Cracker. Yeah, Uncle Cracker. to crackers.
2: Uh, X Factor too. <laughs> you <laughs> say shout out to Crackers.
0: I'm <laughs> in saltine thank, So now I feel bad saying. Thank you Flubba <laughs> It's... Wait, wait hold on. Stock. Salted or unsalted? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an unsalted top person. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm
2: a like, big salted. Okay, like, fair you, enough. You know what I like to do? I like to get the chicken soup and put the crackers in there. Yeah. And then, yeah. Then put a little bit of cheese and yeah. it, mel- it makes the crackers but all but soggy. The, the crackers
0: have salt, they have way too much. you like a sodium overload. That's true. Yeah, man. Have mental, body health and all that stuff. So, But the thing is, I, I'm worried about factions, though, because I, I feel like there's a lot of them going on now. There's Undisputed Arrow, there's Gallus, there's, there's Imperium, there's all these things. But there really isn't, like, a shield. There isn't like a like that is the faction face quote-unquote of, of all of wwe right now at least, at least i don't think so what do you guys think
1: there's definitely there's definitely not a a face of wwe faction right no. now um, but i agree i love factions i always say the nwo was my favorite uh run in in all of wrestling watching that happen um, over 3MB? three mb three man man <laughs> <laughs> it actually took me a second to remember what the ring was set for. Okay, uh, <laughs> that that Hornswoggle
2: El Torito wlc match was awesome. Oh yeah, El Torito. But, wow. Ba-da-da-dun. But it But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I like to throw off his game. Yeah, exactly.
1: El Torito was a very
0: very something. The Matadors.
1: But yeah, there's none of them are. I don't. It's unfair because the Shield was an anomaly. Like they were such a hot act. Right, right off the bat, and they had three huge stars in it. And so, it's not
2: even that they went all in on the shield. If yeah. they would have went all in on let's say like Nexus, they would have been a lot bigger deal. But because yeah. they didn't, they decided to go all in. I mean, maybe maybe it had something to do with the three talent that was involved in the shield. That you know, it was easier to bank on these guys. Right? That, yeah, I, I think they're not willing to do that right now.
1: Yeah. So.
0: But I think I do think we're getting a lot more factions. I know on this show, as long as I've been on the show, we've always asked for more and more, but we're getting them. Like, I are, like them. I, I'm a big faction guy.
2: I love factions. And I he... remember I used to, uh, with my action figures, I remember going to House of Fabrics, if I remember that. was Before it was Joanne's, it was called House of Fabrics. Really? And I would buy colors of every single, uh, just every single color of fabric. Yeah. And I'd make, like, when, when, back when the Blue World Order was hot, yeah. I'll, you know, I'll, I'd you know. pretty much match all my action figures' colors, yeah. and they'd be in that faction. Green World Order, Blue World Order, White World Order, Black World Order. Like...
0: I have a theory. I, I think you're immortal. Because you know these rusting things in House of Fabrics? I didn't even know existed. I think, you, right. I think you existed 150 years. Nobody this remember, was... anybody in the church remember yeah, House no, of I, Fabrics? I, no. You know what Joanne <laughs> is, I know it. what Joanne is. I was a flashback in a pirate
1: ship with George <laughs> <scene> on it.
0: This makes no sense. Our last match of the night is actually one that's kind of important of what happened around that. Drew McIntyre takes on Sincada. You Drew McIntyre? Drew. Okay. Drew McIntyre. <laughs> Takes <laughs> on Singara, which is going to be his last televised match before asking for his release. Well,
2: yeah. Before asking the release, I don't know if he's going to get it. But true. <laughs> true. Right. I didn't say he quit. He said
0: he asked for his release. Thoughts about the match and if you're Sinkar, is that the right move?
1: If I got beat up the way Singara got beat up, I'd ask for my release, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He got that powerbomb to the outside. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I'd have been done. I'd have been, I'm done. I, I'm retiring. I'm becoming an accountant and I am I mean, wow, out of it. it. I'm out of it. You got power bombs with a cubicle? Just, I'm, done. <laughs> I'm, done. I'm, just, I'm just done. I mean, that looked brutal, but uh, I, I thought it was a good match for... for. I, I think he did a good job of making Drew McIntyre look like a star. True. And, and Drew McIntyre needs to rack up more wins, so I thought it was good.
0: George, what about the idea, because you you are an active competitor in the squared circle, uh, about Sinkar basically saying, look, I don't think I'm going to get any higher doing this thing I want out. Is that noble? Is that kind of not the company man, like, line? What is the right way of going about that? There's, I mean,
2: I guess the right way to go about it is not to do it publicly. Uh, But who am I? Uh, Because at the same time, like we don't know what these guys are going through. You know, they, these guys have been with the company for eight, nine, 10, 12 years. True. And they haven't really done anything. And especially, honestly, in kind of going back to, uh, last week, and I was mentioning this on the, on the Espanol show, uh, where I like, like, this teammate of Sin Cara and Catalina. Like, I think it was something new, something different. But then now with that we know, like, it's ended up going to be nothing. Like, wait, like, what? Now you're going to do back to nothing with Sin Cara? So if he feels like he's more valuable somewhere else, like, kudos to him. Like, a lot of people maybe don't have the guts to do that. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit there and and try to define someone else's success. If, what he, if he thinks he's going to be successful everywhere else, then kudos to him. I am nobody to, to sit there and tell somebody else to, uh, how to live their life. Excellent
0: mm-hmm. point. And thank you so much for joining in with us, George. I know you're going down the hall for Raw, uh, Des Show, en Español. But it's time for us to get out
1: of here. Jack Farmer, work in the world, find you online. You can find me at jackcfarmer.com as well as at RealJackFarmer across all social media. You can also check me out on the AEW Wednesday night Dynamite After Show every Wednesday <laughs> night at 8 p.m. right here
2: on after Buzz TV, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, Ghermosa, G H E R M O Z A. I also cover Monday Night Raw in Spanish and the AfterBuzz Latino channel. Anybody of uh, Spanish speaking out there, feel free to join in. We want to hear. We want to shout out to all the Latino people. We want to know what you guys think. We well, want to know your guys' thoughts. Uh, yes, Wrestling for Co- Wrestling, December twenty first, Turkey Mania three, be there. <laughs>
0: Damn, I'm Flo Boat Voice, you can follow me on Twitter at Flobo Voice, on Instagram at and please support the homie and buy a t-shirt at FlowBito threadless com. But until next time, buzz you later.